Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Personal accountability. What is it? Why do you need it? and how it'll absolutely change and impact your life. Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, the CEO of Success Champions Networking and the author of Endless Streamer Referrals. This is Growth Mode, a podcast all about growing and scaling your business. Hanging out with me as always, my buddy, Kevin Snow, the sales automation tactician and genius. And in this episode, man, we're going to dive into personal accountability and help make sure you got all your shit together. All right, so I got to start this one off with a story of how I learned personal accountability the wrong way. So early in my printing career, I was still trying to figure out, you know, this whole sales thing and how to become a really good sales guy. And I'd landed a small account with a technology company, and I'm pretty sure we were printing like a, a couple of business cards for them, probably 500 or 1,000 business cards and a couple of brochures. So it wasn't a big project and they never were going to be a huge, massive client. But I still didn't understand what it was like to work with a client from idea to creation to print to production and they get what they need and, and payments in the process. So we printed the job for them. And I never took them a proof to approve the artwork before we printed it. I literally just said, went to my company, said, hey, here's the artwork. They set it up to go through the printing press. And they said, is it okay to print? And I said, absolutely. They printed it. Well, what I didn't know is that in setting up the final graphics and everything, the, our designer, by mistakenly, it was a complete accident, moved one of the images around and ended up screwing up and covering up a couple of words. But we printed the final brochure and delivered it to the client. And now mind you guys, when I tell you this, I was young, ignorant, and dumb and didn't know any better. So when the client calls me up and basically says, what the fuck is this? And I say, what do you mean? They go, can you come by and let me show you what we're looking at? And I said, sure. So I drove over there. We weren't far from the, the shop. And when I get there, they show me, you know, what happened with the brochure. And I said, well, how the hell did that happen? They're like, that's what we want to know. 
And I said, well, obviously my art department screwed something up really bad because, or you guys just gave us a bad file. And the guy got red in the face and looked at me and he goes, let me show you my email I sent you. So he sent me the email and it's not screwed up at all. His, his artwork's right. Then I said, well, then my art department just completely screwed it up. He goes, well, what are you going to do about it? I said, well, what should I do about it? I mean, you guys got the final piece. He goes, yeah, but this is not what we asked for. I'm like, well, but that's what we delivered. He goes, yeah, but you delivered wrong. So I'm like, all right, well, let me go back to my office and figure out what we can do. So I go back to the office and I walk up to Jane, who's my boss. And I said, hey, they're saying we screwed this all up. She goes, well, what did you say? I said, well, you know, our art department probably screwed it all up. And she goes, why the hell would you say that? I'm like, well, they did. They screwed it up. She goes, Donnie, let me teach you a lesson about life and business. She goes, people will never forgive a company for making a mistake. They'll always forgive an individual. And if you ever throw one of our staff under the bus again, saying they screwed up without taking ownership from it, then we're going to have a lot harsher conversation than we're having now. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, I kind of get that. She goes, yeah, when you put the blame on somebody else, then you make the whole company look bad. It makes it look like that's how we perform all the time. And it was a great lesson in taking com- you know, complete accountability or ownership for whatever you do, because in the words of Jane, they're never going to forgive a company, but they will 100% forgive you. So, so there you go. Great lesson learned from a young punk sales guy that was trying to grow up and figure things out. Well, and I think it's really important from the entrepreneurial standpoint is... Was that two words or one? Uh, it is one really long word, word with multiple <laughs> You can't syllables. even say word now. <laughs> uh, but from the entrepreneurial standpoint, you know, we have so much stuff going on as as business owners with business development, trying to figure out how to scale a business, doing client support, delivering the product that we took money for, that it's easy for things to get screwed up. And yep. as an, especially as an entrepreneur starting out, you don't have anyone you can blame. Yeah, so you have, you have to f- figure out how to do that and how to take the accountability and I think that is a huge lesson that that a lot of entrepreneurs have to learn really quickly when they when they're approached by someone. It's like, well, this this didn't work right. It's like, oh, there's no one to blame. It, I guess it's me. And that is a hard lesson for a lot of people, I think. Yeah, because I think there's so much emotional baggage in that personal accountability. I mean, you admittedly have to admit that was fun to say admittedly have to admit (laughs) that you did something wrong now i'm not a guy that's ever going to say that the customer is always right i've never believed the bolt that bullshit a day in my life because if you think the customer is always right you're gonna get hurt so many times in business you know so but i will say that you should always take ownership or accountability over what happens in in that particular moment. And I think for somebody to have the courage to say, I screwed up, I was wrong, you know, and I look at it this way. If you screwed up something, no matter if the client's truly at fault, you somewhere missed a step. 
right? You should have QC'd something. You should have asked a question. You should have pushed back. You should have done something to prevent that thing from happening and screwing up. So you might as well fall on the sword as quickly as possible to ensure that their needs are met. And if nothing else, you save your brand in the marketplace, which isn't always possible, but you do the <laughs> best you can do. You know, and go ahead and just add to that. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. Yeah. And then I'll throw my, my thing yeah. in. And I think that because we kind of come from the society of a never admit weakness and never say anything's wrong. People really struggle with saying, Oh, I really, really screwed all that up. Well, you've gotten really good at it. Not the screwing up part, the, the accepting <laughs> accountability part. Well, I screw up a lot of shit too. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Um, so, but we have this conversation all the time when something breaks, because that is, our motto is let's go break shit. And evidently, it, you know, eventually it always does. But you always come back. It's like, all right, well, you know, that's my fault. And even when it's not even remotely close to being your fault, you always take, you take responsibility for it. And you're always the one out front saying, oh, my, the, my bad. I, I, we, I screwed that up. And I'm like, and I, it bothers me a lot of times because you actually didn't screw anything up. Sometimes it's me. Not not very often, but Yeah, but it usually is. just for the record, when Kevin screws it up, I'm like, dude, you fucked that up, dude. It's, it's, <laughs> it's usually more externally. Um, but between the two of us, you know, I'm I'm usually like yep. ah, you broke that one. Yeah, but that and that's my point. Even, you know, externally, you don't ever throw me under the bus. No. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. And, but there's no point to doing it. I mean, if I throw you under the bus, that means our organization is 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 bad. They're, that, that we've got something wrong, and that we're screwing up. And and we're damn sure not mistake proof by any means. But you know, people will forgive me quicker than they'll forgive success champions. You know, as a whole, as a brand. So um, I'd rather them come at me with that. But I think personal accountability, though also comes towards the actions you take in your business. You know, yes. I heard a guy once upon a time saying the reason he found success was due to fanatical discipline. And I said, you had to explain that to me. And what he said was, most people won't do the work. And in this case, he was talking about sales, business development, the calls, the reach outs, and doing all the things he needed to grow his business. He goes, most people won't put in the work that needs to be done so that they can actually build their business. He goes, I had to embrace fanatical discipline, which meaning no matter what, I got the shit done. I did the phone calls. I did the reach outs. And I think personal accountability plays a lot in there as well by actually doing what you say you're going to do, even if you're only saying it to yourself. You know, but I think people often lie to themselves about what they will actually accomplish and do, thinking if I just say I'll do 20 cold calls and if I don't do it, it's okay. It's no big deal. And I think that's what gets a lot of people in trouble. I, I I completely agree. I also think there's this huge issue with entrepreneurs, small business owners, where they think they're busy and they're being productive, <laughs> and they're not. So they don't well, actually. They're, they're even busy. Know. They're busy. Well, they're, they're, they're just busy. not productive. <laughs> they're just not productive. Exactly. But they don't understand that, and so they think they're doing all the right stuff. So they think they're accountable and being successful when they're not. 
So yeah. I think there is a huge missing missing piece for a lot of business owners to understand what things they actually need to be accountable for and what that priority is. Because I totally agree that you have to be accountable for doing the things that are going to grow your business. The uh, reach outs, you know, following up, all that different stuff. But a lot of people just don't understand the priority list. Yeah, totally. It's like they're they're caught in this space or this world of getting stuff done and completing things feels good, right? You know, yep. completing projects and things feels good. But if that completing projects is keeping you from being personally accountable to growing your business, you're doing the wrong shit. You know, you're you're doing the wrong <clears throat> activities that will actually progress and move your business forward. And I think most times people are doing the other activities because they're more fun to do than the yes. actual things that, that will build and grow your business. And they're not yep. taking ownership of that moment. Yeah. When I started, when I did the pivot for time on target after the deployment from the speaking and training to the consulting, you know, I started doing CEO stuff really, you know, air quotes, CEO stuff. And I, one of the things I did was create this really cool culture deck that I wanted to use as the guide and the framework to what the company was going to grow into. You know, it, that's been 11 years ago since I used it. It's never once come up in a conversation until yesterday morning. I spent <laughs> hours working on that. I was so proud of what I was done and I put it out on social media and I was all you know, like, oh, look what I accomplished. I didn't accomplish squat because it did not actually help me grow my business. Really cool conversation yesterday <laughs> about it. So I'm really kind of cool. <laughs> 11 years it. later, right? <laughs> 11 years later, I'm like, sweet. I, I got it, it. It paid for itself. Uh, but at the time, it was not the right projects for me to have on my to-do list to be accountable for. Yeah, I think we all we we all have done that in our lives where we're building something and man, we feel so proud about what we accomplished, what we achieved. Maybe it's a website or maybe we wrote a very cool social post, whatever. I mean, there's something that we accomplished that we're like, oh my God, look at this. I just spent 12 hours in Canva and look what I fucking created. And, you know, during that time, there was no reach outs done. There was no conversations had. There was no business development. And the thing you're using oftentimes or building is probably going to be used more internally than externally. And it's not going to push your business forward. But we lie to ourselves and convince ourselves that, oh, my God, if I can just build this course this website write this book do this thing that that's going to propel my company forward when it always goes back to the basic shit right it's it's being responsible being accountable being an adult and actually doing the work that's going to push you forward and not de derailing it and i think at the end of the day that's what personal accountability is is all about i forget who said it originally but um they basically said that Personal accountability is doing what you say you would do even when nobody's watching. And I think that's a massive way to look at it because that's that's that ability to, to know no eyeballs are on you, nobody's watching, no expectations are supposed to be met but your own, and you still do the shit. I mean, th there's a lot to there that more people should be doing. So how do you 
get in a mindset where you're able to effectively hold yourself accountable for the right things? You know, for me personally, I am a fear motivated individual and I know this, you know, I will move faster for a fear than I will for pleasure. So, so I personally will find something where the consequences are more drastic than the work I'm doing. So, so a prime example, uh, it, it, the one of the big ways I learned this was almost losing the farm, building the businesses, um, and got to the point where it got so dark, I had no choice but to win. But what kept pushing me forward was the idea that if people saw that I failed, what they would think of me was a huge motivator, which it shouldn't have been, but it was a massive motivator for me. So, so I think for me to find personal accountability, the fear of not doing it's got to be more extreme than the fear of actually doing the thing. So I oftentimes try and figure out, okay, what's the worst case scenario if I don't do this? And it's jokingly, it's still even four going on five years in the company. The worst case scenario for everything is I have to go work for somebody else. And that's a massive driver for me personally that, that I love having over my head. And that usually will push me forward. So I think for most of the listeners out there, you guys need to really think about what is that, that major fear that is more scary than doing the actual thing you should be doing. So uh, we have an episode about not caring about what people think about you. That I'm going yeah, to right. suggest you go listen to. <laughs> so, and, but I, I think, cause you know, we've talked about this point in your life a lot. And I think there, there, there's definitely the fear piece, but I don't know if it was really the fear of failing and fear. Of what are people thinking? You know, when I hear you talk about the story, I think the fear for you was really not being able to provide for your family. Yeah, and, there's some and truth that, there. And, and that failure was the, I think, the big driver for for the, for that. Uh, and it's really evident as I see you interact with your family and Elizabeth and everyone that that is really a big thing. So yeah, it is. But I, but I want to put in there though that when I did launch the companies, you know, um, and started everything rolling. I had like three camps of people in my life. I had my family that was like, I don't know why you're doing it, but you got this. Right. I had a really close friend of me going, what the fuck are you thinking? Are you an idiot? Why would you ever leave all this to do this? How are you going to pay your bills? And then I had the people that, well, I guess there was four camps. Cause then I had the people who are like, Oh, about time. He's doing this. So awesome. Amazing. And then I had the, the, the people that are like, man, I could never do that. And I think a lot of me was doing a lot of it for that fourth camp of the people that are like, I could never do that. Because what ran through my head is if I didn't find success in this, I would prove them right. You know, and what I mean by that is by me finding success it didn't give them the opportunity to fester in their own shit because if I didn't make it, they were right. Right. And and they didn't have to go for it in life. So I think that's a better way for me to say it than the way I usually say it, but that's, that's really what it was. I wanted to prove that this was the right move for anybody and everybody to do. 
And by God, you know, I wasn't going to prove the people who are never going to chase their own fucking life and dreams. I'm never going to prove them assholes right. right? I'm always going to be the guy to go, fuck it. Let's see how big we can take this thing just to prove that a blue collar dude that came from nothing, not nothing, I have a fucking amazing family, yeah. right? Um, but a blue collar dude that came from an amazing family that, that, we can do big badass things no matter what the fuck your story is. And I think so, that was better. Yeah, I, I think that is that that little shift in perspective is a huge, huge change in in the in the meaning. Uh but I, I think it really goes back to that whole idea of, you know, if you're building a business, you're a business owner, you need to find that one thing that is going to make you succeed that you know and it's usually you know what happens if you fail you know i always when i was working with sales people and sales teams and as a manager we'd always do the goal setting piece and i always i was like that little kid that would go up to mom and say why why and just keep tugging on the the pants uh but i do that to my sales people every time they set a goal it's like all right so why is that a goal why is that important and i keep digging and i keep pushing until you always got back down to well this is how I'm able to have really quality time with my family, or I'm able to do this. And it came down to this emotional thing yep. for them. And I think for entrepreneurs, if you want to be able to hold yourself accountable, you need to have that picture in your head of what that thing is that is so important to you that you can't fail. Yeah. And I'm glad we haven't called it a why because calling it a why drives me fucking nuts because a why is such a generic phrase, a generic yep. word. I think you really got to know what it is that is the ultimate reason for you to do anything. And I mean, because the, the benefits on the back end are being uh, of all this is you get to discover yourself. You learn a whole lot about how you're made, how you're wired, you know, which is a cool benefit of going all in and, and really figuring out how you're going to move forward in this world. And I, I think that's the ultimate benefit of any sort of personal accountability is you push past your own bullshit and you actually do the things that are not only going to allow your business to grow, but allow you to grow personally. Yep. And I think that's the scary thing for a lot of people is they're always afraid of who they're going to meet if they actually go all in and have to look themselves in the mirror. Because um, everybody's got a bunch of dark ass demons in their closet that they don't want the world to know. And it's when those demons and things like that, you actually realize those are the damn things that make you a fucking superhuman, that life gets a lot easier. Life gets a lot better. Yeah, I don't like calling it a why either. Why is the question you asked to figure it out? The why yes. is not well the said. answer. Well said. Yeah, the what is the answer? Why is the tool to get there. So, well, and I think when people say my why, you know, I think it's empty fucking words, right? Because they'll usually come up with some generic ass statement or something. Well, my why is to blah, 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 blah. And you can just feel that it's fucking empty. And I, I, I like that though, how you said that the why is the questions you ask to get to the what, which is really, really, a smart way of thinking about it. Yeah. It's, oh. it's, uh, I, I think it's really important to understand, you know, when you're doing that exercise to figure out the, what 
if you can keep asking why and the answer keeps changing, you haven't found it yet. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So um, we didn't have any chapter questions on this episode. We've found that when we get to the really tough episodes that nobody wants to step up and ask the <laughs> questions, which is, which is really funny for me. So I'm calling on all you champions that, that, you know, the courage to ask the questions on all these tougher episodes is, is a beautiful thing and you should be asking questions. So um I'll ask Kevin a question um, and let him take it from here. It should be fun. So what should somebody do if they find themselves not holding themselves personally accountable to the things that they should be doing with their business or in their life? Change, fix themselves, get, you know, understand I think it's usually there's a point in that entrepreneurs uh development of themselves and their business where they just look at their going, it's like, this isn't working and they, and they have to figure out why. And you have to be reflective to make that happen. And once you figure out that, Hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing the right things. You have to take action. You got to make the shift. You can't just have the realization and say, Oh, I was bad today. I, I didn't do my 20 phone calls and then not change. If true accountability is being truthful with yourself and saying, hey, you you fucked up, you didn't do your thing that you need to do, and then figure out, all right, so how do I make sure I do it? And how do I fix it? You told a story about uh, a sales guy who had made a, a goal to sell X, like so much every day or so much every week so that he could take his kid to Disneyland. And mm-hmm. then one day he didn't do it. And she cried and she bawled her eyes out. And he fixed it and he figured out, all right, I I can't do this. I can't have my daughter crying and I'm going to, and I, and went and did it. That's the key. If you figure out you don't have, you're not, if you find out that you weren't accountable to yourself, you need to figure out how to fix it and, and just go do it. You can't just say, oh, well, it's bad on me that today I'll fix it tomorrow. Nope. You just go do it. It's gotta be immediate action. I agree. I agree. And if you didn't hear the beginning of his response to that question, that's what happens when an introvert gets put on the spot. Oh, ah, uh, uh. Right. Let me, I need about Shit. 60 seconds to think about right. this Right, let question. me process and put this together. But no, I think you're absolutely right, man. you got to pivot on the moment and do the thing. And I think if you're, you're squirreling out, you need to just get yourself back on the track and do the thing. And oftentimes shitty reputation repetition. I can't say the word is better than not doing the thing at all because sometimes just pushing through and doing the thing you're supposed to be accountable for will get you past all the noise in your head and actually get you to some places of success. So, um, action tip of the week, go figure out how to keep yourself accountable. What things should you be accountable for in your life, in your business? Where should you find that fanatical discipline to do what you say you're going to do? And how do you always show up even if nobody's watching? And as always, guys, if you get any tips, tricks, any benefits out of this thing, please do us a favor and make sure you're subscribed and share this with one person that could benefit from all this knowledge. 
And seriously, from those of you who have sent message, signed up for our programs and reached out um, to work with us, thank you so very much. It's been our honor to get to meet so many new people through the podcast. We really fucking appreciate it. Love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.